4.59 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Matt Mattinson. The United States is about to hit a major milestone in the COVID-19 pandemic with the number of infections rapidly approaching the 1 million mark. As has been the case for some time now, New York has the most confirmed cases at over 288,000. More than 54,000 people have now died from the respiratory illness, again, with New York leading the nation at over 22,000 deaths. Dr. Deborah Burks is pushing against criticism over President Trump's remarks about disinfectants possibly being used to treat the coronavirus. Mark Mayfield has that story. That was a dialogue he was having between the DHS scientist and himself um, for information that he had received and he was discussing. On CNN's State of the Union, the response coordinator of the Coronavirus Task Force said Trump understood that they shouldn't be used as a treatment. Burks went on to say that it troubles her that this story is still being talked about a few days after Trump's comments. The commander-in-chief later claimed he was being sarcastic, but poison centers around the country say they received more calls after Trump's remarks. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Another victim of the mass shooting at an El Paso Walmart last August has died. Gilmero Memo Garcia had been in the ICU since being shot multiple times in the Walmart parking lot on August 3rd. His death brings the death toll from the shooting to 23. Officials at Del Sol Medical Center say Garcia was the last victim of the shooting still being treated there. The suspected gunman is accused of targeting Latinos at the Walmart. A Michigan lawmaker is reversing track and apologizing for wearing a face mask that resembled a Confederate flag during a vote Friday. Republican Dale Zorn took to social media over the weekend with his apology after first denying any connection between his mask and the Confederate flag. The apology was met with scorn online and a Change.org petition was started demanding his resignation. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. And rolling with the Midwest Farm Report and Wax 104.5 FM radio here. It's 52 degrees in Eau Claire. Let's have a look at the cash livestock side of things. Cash be- our fed beef steers are at 87 to 95 and a half with mixed 65 to 91. Fed beef heifers at 85 to 98 and a half. 
Fred Holstein steers are at 71 to 80 with select and choice 65 to 70. Cows are at 34 to 42 with the tops 45 to 62. Bulls 67 to 88. Butcher hogs are at 30. Sows 20 to 23. Boars 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 92 and a half to 142 and a half. Feeder lambs are at 140 to 215. On the livestock futures, live cattle for April are at 84.97. That's down 97 cents. June, 82.62, down 30. August, 88.90, up 45. And October, 94.47, up 92. Feeder cattle for April are at 119.80. That's up 37. May, 117.45, up 17. August, 126.40, up 2 cents. September, 127.80, up 30. Lean hogs for May are at 52.52, that's up 155. June, 51.52, down a dime. July, 54.67, up 30. And August, 58.32, up 45. A quick look at the dairy markets. Cheese ended the week in Green Bay, or in Chicago, rather, with barrels at 105. That was up one. 40-pound blocks up two at 107. Grade AA butter up four and a half at 114 and a half. Class 3 Futures, April is at 1320, up 1. May, up 12 at 1080, and those prices are up through 2020. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. Managing your business operations is complicated. Our treasury management team can streamline your deposit management process. We make it easy to make your deposits with a convenient desktop scanner or mobile device. Faster access to the funds you deposit without a trip to the bank. Stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions, lenders you know. Member FDIC, Equal Opportunity Lender. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At five minutes after five o'clock on a Monday morning, the last Monday of April, it's the 27th. Welcome in. How was the weekend? Did you finish watching the draft? How do you think the Packers did as far as their picks are concerned? I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. I'm along with you on a Monday morning telling you you might want to prepare for a little rain, whether you're in Eau Claire, La Crosse, Beaver Dam, or Madison. It looks like everybody's going to get wet today. Daytime highs look like they'll be 70 degrees in Eau Claire, 63 in Madison. Tomorrow, more rain in the forecast, but probably in the afternoon. 65, the expected high in Madison. Tomorrow, 55, the expected high in Eau Claire. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, has more weather details coming your way in about 15 minutes, including how much rain we can expect out of the next 48 hours' time. This afternoon, we'll get the latest crop progress update from Wisconsin farmers. Later this week, the governor is going to be involved in dairy conversations. The Dairy Signal, created by the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin, will host Governor Tony Evers tomorrow, starting at noon central time. He will be joined by interim secretary at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, Randy Romanski. They'll share their insights into what's happening with the dairy industry today, what's happening at the state house, what's happening on the federal scene. And remember, the uh, Dairy Signal allows you to also submit questions that the guests can then in answer, in turn answer. That's tomorrow on Dairy Signal. Find out more and get registered for that. PDPW.org. 
the milk dumping across the state continues. Uh, one farm alone, one family farm alone, reporting more than 600,000 gallons of milk has been dumped so far. How do you come to grips with that? That's a big question that Ryan Elby from Golden E Dairy in West Bend is trying to deal with. He tells our own Josh Scramlin that really they're almost in denial right now. Well, we just kind of pretend that we've come to grips with it. Um, we haven't, but we have. Yeah, you can't molt in the moment. Um, you just accept it. You keep moving forward. But we are continuing to do the same uh, job every day, the best job we can for the animals and um, the land. Ryan Elby, he is a dairy farmer, a family dairy farmer in West Bend, Wisconsin. A month now that they have been dumping their milk, and he says he's received no indication from their processor that they won't be dumping milk anytime soon. It's one of the unfortunate stories that COVID-19 has brought to the forefront here on the Farm Show. Coming up in just a moment, visiting with a dairy that thought they would be protected with their new strategies, working directly with schools, working directly with restaurants, working directly with a retail location on the farm. And now that's not working. Caitlin Riley brings us that story in just a moment. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It's Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. We certainly see all sectors of agriculture hurting, but particularly the dairy industry. We've seen milk dumping happen. We're seeing markets being lost, and uh, producers are certainly having to get creative. Now, uh, there's one producer over in Iowa where they're in a particular situation because they do have the processing. They had the market when it comes to schools, but what are they finding themselves in right now? Caitlin, you spoke to them a little bit more on that. That's right, Josh. This is Caitlin Riley in the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. And I had the chance to talk with Tom Wainer. He's a co-owner of WW Homestead Dairy in Wakan. So it's two farming families that came together around the time the industry was struggling with 2009 prices. So they started processing their own milk into cheese, ice cream, you name it. But now they're getting hit almost from both ends as their processed products, lost markets in schools and restaurants. And co-ops don't want to buy the excess milk that they aren't processing. So I caught up with Tom Wainer to see what unique ways they're finding to adapt and get rid of that product rather than let it go to waste. We started up, it'll be nine years ago this summer. Two families, Tom Walliser and uh, his family and our family went together and decided to get into value-added. That was shortly after the 2009 mess with the dairy industry and the prices. You know, at that time we were milking about 100 cows and farms on average lost about a thousand dollars of equity per cow that that year and we both had another generation that wanted to keep dairy farming so we decided that we were gonna if we're gonna keep trying we're gonna try something different the walsers have increased they were milking 120 or 30 and i think they're probably up 160 or plus right now we started with cheese curds and followed that shortly with with cream line milk then we had cream so we we were making ice cream butter block cheese and then we also got into later frozen breaded curds for deep frying Um, we've added cottage cheese so 
we've been expanding and, and going along. We maybe process close to half our milk, maybe a little less right now. It's a pretty substantial amount. I mean, compared to the big plants, you know, they do more in a day than we do in two years, but that's kind of the way that is. And it's been a lot of work and, and a lot of lessons learned along the way, but it, it's been going well. Now, when this hit, in the course of a week or two, we lost our schools, which was three colleges and a, a school up in southern Minnesota and um, a parochial school in, in uh, Iowa here. And then with the restaurant business, with the frozen breaded curds and some other products, butter and things like that, 60% of our sales were gone pretty much in the course of two weeks. So we had to scramble on what we were going to do with that because we still had, well, like everybody else and, and farmers, whatever scale, the milk, pork, beef, it's got to go somewhere. You can't just stop. And we switched things around. Our online sales have gone through the roof which is a lot of a lot of work for the amount of product but when you're moving you know enough enough orders it moves product so that's what we needed to do we we're fortunate to hook up with three schools on the um, lunchbox programs they're running so we were able to move a bunch of cheese curds and milk half gallons and pints of milk and, and stuff like that through those programs we came out and started donating milk to food banks and things like that i mean rather than throw it away we would donate it since then, we started a program where we'll match their donations. If they donate 40 gallons of milk to a food bank, we'll match it. It's cost them us a little something, but at least we're moving the product and not losing, not throwing the whole thing away. Well, and still providing value to someone who needs it. Absolutely. Yep, yep. That's kind of where we're at now, just going day to day here and, and trying to keep things moving. How long do you think that you can, can sustain something like this? Can you guys keep going like this, or what can people do to help you? You know, anything you can do to help move local product. Just keep buying dairy, beef, pork. Yeah, it's a limited amount of time, and that's what's so frustrating, is so many people have no idea. They don't have a clue. Just to shut down a complete economy. And I, I was listening to a lady from the Iowa Restaurant Association, and she said that 20% of the restaurants in Iowa will not reopen. It's a week-to-week cash flow deal, and that's 25,000-plus jobs. Those are gone. Well, that's one industry in one small Midwest state. Take that times all the other businesses that are affected the same way. And the government, yeah, they're trying to help out they need to. As far as I'm concerned, they're a big part of the cause of this, deciding to go this route. But they can't pump enough money into into the economy to keep things running. That payroll plan they had, they ran out of money in a matter of days on that, and now they're bucking as to whether they to extend that or open it up again. We can't afford to. We can't afford not to. People don't realize how everything's connected. All this milk that's getting dumped, that all had a home. That was all going somewhere. From the dairy farmer's perspective, we weren't getting paid enough for it, but we were still producing. It's still going somewhere. Now they're talking about euthanizing hogs, pushing them in a hole and burying them. Everything's connected. I don't know what the answer is. I know what it's not, and this is not it, and this is not sustainable. And I just hope that it doesn't go over a cliff where all of a sudden, okay, there is no pork in the stores. There is no milk because the whole system's been disrupted and everything is connected. I just believe that when it's all said and done, you know, the coronavirus of 2020 is not going to be remembered for the lives lost to the virus, which is is tragic. There's just no no other way about it. But when you compare that to the 
businesses lost, lives destroyed from this uh, economic collapse, it could get really serious in a hurry. Once again, that's Tom Wainer, a co-owner of WW Homestead Dairy in Wacom, talking about some of the challenges that they are definitely facing because of coronavirus, but they are indeed looking for creative solutions, whether it's with their online sales, donating to pantries, and doing match donations. One thing that I've also seen on their social media is that now that the weather has been nicer, they've been selling curbside shakes. They noted that some businesses bought shakes for some of their customers, and there's also been a ripple effect of kindness in the community where some of the customers have been purchasing shakes for those who were behind them in line. So that's always nice to see, especially at a time like this. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. What's impressive about Pioneer's corn seed development? I'm here in York County, Nebraska. I'm on the side of the road. It's dark, pitch black, except for one thing. Well, off in the distance, about a quarter mile away, something is lit up. Can you hear it? That's Boreas, one of Pioneer's mobile wind machines. It looks like some mashup of a transformer and a high boy sprayer. And it can generate wind forces exceeding 100 miles per hour. It's like a tornado on wheels. Pioneer uses this machine to test its corn hybrids for standability. These tests are one of the reasons Pioneer has seen improved stock strength and root scores year after year. Boreas, one of the things that makes Pioneer, Pioneer. You'll hear more from me later. For now, let your local Pioneer sales representative hear from you. Drive safely, Wisconsin. Highway workers are out on the road. They do it to better serve you. And just like you, they want to get home safely at the end of a hard day's work. When driving, all of us have a chance to set the right example. Be patient. Put down the phone. Never text and drive. Slow down and move over if possible to give workers a little extra room. Work zone safety. It's everyone's responsibility. Sponsored by the Wisconsin DOT. People are doing good out there, like the $1 million Wisconsin Dairy Recovery Partnership, distributing milk to free and local food banks and pantries in Wisconsin. Learn more at hungertaskforce.org slash dairy. Remodel. Some contractors understand that. And some make sure kitchen remodel stays in the kitchen from beginning to end. That's all good. Edge Construction can do a kitchen remodel in as little as 10 days. Check out their work at edgeconstructioncompany.com. See how amazing work can be done in less time. It's true. Edgeconstructioncompany.com. You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, uh, we will be catching up with Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, and weather details in just a moment. First, a couple more updates on what's happening across the state to try to move those dairy products to folks that need them. Cheesemaker up in northwest Wisconsin in O'Galley is actually donating cheese curds to a local high school. O'Galley Cheese is donating 150 pounds of cheese curds every week for the rest of the school year to the Durand, Arkansas School District in Durand. The curds donated to the school district are distributed to the kids through their lunch deliveries. Steve Beekle is from O'Galley Cheese. He says the program helps school kids and helps dairy farmers. 
Every little bit helps, and it takes 10 pounds of milk to make one pound of curd, so every pound of curd that's sold makes a big difference. So, And it's just so nice to see the community kind of come together and, and support the dairy farmers however they can. Steve Beekle from uh, O'Galley Cheese says, although the dairy industry is under tremendous strain and there are a lot of bad things happening to Wisconsin agriculture, he says still the community support that he's witnessing across the state is turning out to be a shining star. Steve Beekle from O'Galley Cheese, again donating 150 pounds of cheese curds every week for the rest of the school year to the students at the Durand, Arkansas School District. There are some really good stories happening out there. If something like this is happening in your community, please share it with us. You can send us a message on Facebook, Fabulous Farm Babe, or go to MidwestFarmReport.com and send us an email. Just make sure that we know what's happening in your community. In fact, right now at Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, you'll see a video from the Wapon FFA. On Friday, the chapter of the FFA handed out 1,200 gallons of milk to three different locations in their community, giving that milk to people that were in need. Didn't take very long to distribute either. That's just one of the stories we've got up at Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, MidwestFarmReport.com. We'll take a quick break. Your weather update with Stu Muck next. Recently, I moved to Wisconsin, and I decided that it was time to change up my insurance. And after a bit of searching, it was pretty obvious that I needed to go with Rural Mutual Insurance. This is Josh Gramlin from the Midwest Farm Report. Not only did I want a great rate and even better coverage, but I wanted a Wisconsin-based insurance company that protects and supports our Wisconsin farmers and agribusiness community. To find out what Rural Mutual can do for you, do what I did and go to RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Farmers thinking about taking advantage of low fuel prices? Buy a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by urethane coating to prevent rusting. They've got a full factory warranty and are easy to move with a skid-type design. Don't just get any fuel tank. Get the best quality and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal, 608-372-5911. Use Semco, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. All righty, 521 now on a Monday morning, and time to find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype to give us the latest. You know what? I am so glad that COVID-19 has not taken away my grilling privileges. Yesterday was absolutely glorious it was so nice to be able to be outside have the doors and windows open uh the bugs aren't out there just yet and like i said some something about that steak on that grill just it just made it feel like covid19 went away for a little while you know what i mean oh it was a beautiful spring day pam i mean it worked out to be a real nice wrap up to the weekend i have no doubt but as this week gets started and as my farm neighbors were all busy 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 all weekend Today, we're going to run into a little bit of a slowdown because there is some precipitation trying to build in northwest of Eau Claire this morning up along the St. Croix River Valley and up into northeast Minnesota. That activity is going to push a bit further east and southeast. Some sprinkles over near the Fox Valley. They'll cross into even Beaver Dam and Fond du Lac and Oshkosh this morning. We'll all be dealing with some rain. Not as big of a deal here with this initial wave. You know, rain amounts a couple of tenths of an inch, a quarter inch, if you will. Uh, Still mostly cloudy today, some fog around, and pretty nice temperatures. Low 60s in the east and south, 
Could be 70 at Lacrosse, mid-60s at Eau Claire. Very mild indeed, but breezy. 5 to 15, gusting to 30 out of the south today. A little rain takes us into the evening. Some fog around later on, mid-40s. That's more like normal this time of the year. And then there's tomorrow. Low pressure is going to build in and stay just on the southern edge of Wisconsin, but I expect it to bring rain. Showers, even thunderstorms around. They'll develop midday tomorrow into the afternoon. Last overnight into early Wednesday. Breezy with that rain around into Wednesday. Here's the one I don't like. Rain amounts easily in the half to one inch range with some thunderstorms in that central part of Wisconsin. Rain amounts over an inch to an inch and a half could be the possibility. A little more wet weather around that point. Mid-60s yet for tomorrow. Mid-50s on Wednesday, Pam. Wednesday, the cool day. It all turns around. We head toward Thursday and Friday again. Back into the 60s. Back to normal and a drier way to wrap up the week. Ooh, inch, inch and a half. That's going to take us a while to get rid of after it starts drying out, though, too. Yeah, unfortunately, that's going to put things to a screeching halt. You know, we get drying for several days. And looking farther ahead, I'd say the next little rain chance, probably Saturday night or into Sunday. Oh, rats. Okay, very good. Thank you, Stu. Appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Have a great day. Stu Mach is our ag meteorologist. And let's take a look at current conditions around the state. Eau Claire, you're starting off with cloudy skies. Currently 52 degrees. La Crosse, clear and 55. Mauston, partly cloudy. You're at 46. Fond du Lac, cloudy skies and 45. Beaver Dam, cloudy skies, 43. At the airport in Madison, we're looking at partly cloudy skies and 46 degrees. Hey, we encourage you to uh, get involved in our rainfall reporting. All you need to do is have a rain gauge, basically. If you don't have one, I might have a spare one we can share with you. Jump on Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. Send me a message, and I'll see what I can do. Or if you've already got your rain gauge and you want to keep track, the toll-free number that you can call anytime, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. You can call that line anytime, and we'll be glad to get back to you. It's 525. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Unlock the possibilities of your outdoor world with the most innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, and walk-behind mowers at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Countryside Co-op. But don't just take it from us. Owners across the country have given the Enduro and Ultima Series mowers glowing reviews. So join this five-star experience supported by the genuine parts, accessories, and trained service technicians you'll only find at your local Cub Cadet dealer. Test Drive American Built Strength today at Countryside Co-op, located at 514 East Main Street in Durand. 
Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for North Central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 715-748-6040. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We thank Pam for her work this morning. America's health and safety has been a top priority during the COVID-19 pandemic. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, we would like to remind farmers to prioritize farm safety with the same regard. As you prepare for planting, handle wet grain, check a silo, or clean out a manure pit, please take extra precautions to ensure your safety and for the future of your family. From all of us at Egg Country, we wish you continued success and good health. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 52 degrees here at Wax 104.5 in Eau Claire as we continue with the Midwest Farm Report. We'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 28 minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We have Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock with us this morning. Good morning, Rocky. Are y'all, are y'all, hang on here. Good morning again, Rocky. I forgot to open your mic there. That's. Okay, I'm alive. <laughs> All right, we right. got you now. All yep. right. Hey, great weekend, huh? Did you hear some uh, tractors firing up over by you or, or not oh, quite yet? They were, they were rolling around. You bet they were. Yeah, so. boy, that's a good sound, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yep, yep. And, of course, speaking of tractors, you're going to be telling us, I bet, about that big old equipment auction you have coming up, huh? I certainly will. All right. Tell us all about it, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Uh, we sold over 2,000 head uh, on the fed cattle markets. We're going to tell you to call for a market before shipping uh, very limited orders on the fed cattle. Uh, market cows uh, sold steady to lower. Uh, High-yielding cows sold 48 to 55. Most of the cows selling from 38 to 47. Market bulls mostly 65 to 80, uh, topping out at 84.50. Low-yielding, 64 and down. Organic Market cows sold every Monday, mostly 65 to 80, low yielding 64 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves sold mostly from 40 to $120 per head. Beef calves 100 to 225. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 65. This week at Premier. 
uh, Wednesday. Uh, we got our special organic and colored breed dairy cattle auction. Do have a complete organic herd dispersal of 75 head uh, parlor freestall cows, 60 pound average. 86 cell count, been 50 years of AI breeding. Herd number two, uh, 38 Jersey cows, uh, several of them being registered tie stall cows, several other groups of Jersey and Jersey cross milk cows, uh, another group of 12 fancy close-up Jersey spring and heifers bred to a registered Jersey bull, uh, registered milking shorthorn bull, 20 months old and pending, uh, another two loads of uh, semi-loads of fresh Jersey cows. Uh, watch the website for that 90 fresh jerseys. Uh, well, Friday, we're going to have our machinery auction. That's going to be at 10 o'clock a.m. We've got a very large run of farm e miscellaneous farm equipment, uh, farm machinery, serious buyers only on Friday. No spectators, uh, no children. Uh, it will be monitored. Uh, we'll have online bidding through Equipment Facts. We'll also have absentee bidding, and we will take phone bids as well. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. You can check our website at Premier Livestock auctions.com uh, just another note we got another auction coming up this saturday uh, that's going to be a special one owner auction that's going to be a production auction for emerald lane angus that's going to be at 12 o'clock noon uh, they got lots of registered angus bulls uh, got registered bred heifers bred cows and cow calf pairs just an excellent offering there uh, we'll have the catalog and videos that's all on our website that'll also be broadcast online on cattle usa also our wednesday colored breeding organic sale will also be on cattle usa so that's the way it shaped up scott where that online thing is really starting to hop huh it is it is uh, we're just like i said just very fortunate come at the right time so and i'll, I'll tell you Rocky, I keep saying it over and over. I know it's probably getting old for people to hear from me, but uh, the normal, we might not want to all get back all the way back to where we were before. There are some things that we're going to come out of this uh, whole thing with some good things, and that might be one of them. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more people working from home these days now, too. Absolutely. Cool. All right, Rocky. That's, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. You bet. Catch you later, bye. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Boy, I haven't been outside in a little while. It wasn't raining when I came into the studio here a little bit before 5, but maybe Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13 will be able to fill us in a little bit more about what's going on with the weather today and where the weather's going to be with the next 24 hours coming up here, 48 hours maybe. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, we're going to be talking about this rain moving in probably within the hour here in the Eau Claire area. So it's going to be in and out fairly quickly, so it's not going to last real long. We probably could use some rain after such a nice sunshine we had over the weekend, so it's going to be pretty timely. As I mentioned, the rain's not going to last real long. It'll be out of here by the afternoon. We'll look at a lot of sunshine. But we'll have another system move in that will bring us some rain tomorrow afternoon as opposed to the morning like today. And then we'll have another good chance of rain on Wednesday. Then by the end of the week, we're back to sunshine and warmer weather. So we'll look at some rain this morning, then partly cloudy this afternoon. It's going to be a warm day. If we hit 70, that'll be the first time so far this year. We did get up to 69 on a Saturday. Uh, tonight, we'll look at partly cloudy skies, 45. Tomorrow, we'll look at mostly cloudy skies. It will be a cooler day with that rain likely, but this will be mainly in the afternoon, maybe even a thunderstorm rolling through. High of 60 and a good chance of rain. A little bit cool on Wednesday, 57, but we return to sunshine on Thursday, 65. Right now, we're in Eau Claire with mostly cloudy skies. Temperature at 50. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Thank you, Kelly. We'll catch up 
with you again tomorrow. Stay dry. All right, you too. All right. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. Let's have a look at some of the local and state news. The search for a third suspect in last month's home evasion and murder in Eau Claire is over. Authorities in LaSalle County, Illinois, found Ian Kearns yesterday. He's wanted for the killing of Edward James Garcia Smith in Eau Claire on March 23rd. Two other suspects in the case already are in custody. All three are believed to be gang members from Chicago. Eau Claire County seems to be the only Chippewa Valley County adding coronavirus cases. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday said Eau Claire has 25 confirmed cases of the virus. Nobody in Eau Claire County has died from it. Clark County reported its second coronavirus-related death in the past several days. The University of Wisconsin system says the coronavirus quarantine has pushed its online learning platform to the front of the class. The school officials said on Friday that nearly 5,000 professors and faculty members had published nearly 17,640 courses online as of April 8th. That's a big step forward. UW managers said they launched their online learning platform in the summer of 2017, but it took the outbreak to make it the focus about how the university's campuses can teach. And big football news, one of western Wisconsin's Best high school quarterbacks will get a chance to play professional football when just across the river in Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings drafted Menominee's Nate Stanley in the seventh round. Stanley played his college football at the University of Iowa. He said he's hopeful about his shot in the NFL. Congratulations to Nate. That takes, I, I can't even describe what that effort takes to get to that level. These are challenging times because of that coronavirus situation. I'm Scott Schultz, visiting yet with another business that's dealing with this situation. I'm with Marika Fenterman at Marika Gouda and Duchess Cafe over at Thorpe. How are you dealing with this whole situation? I I know this had to take a bite out of your business, Marika. It sure is. Um, the the COVID nineteen affected everybody, and it uh, sure hit dairy farmers and and producers like us uh, very hard. Um, we here on site, we uh, we are continuing making cheese. Uh, we have not uh, had to dump milk yet, uh, but uh, we did close our cafe up for a little bit. But we're gonna reopen that on May fourth, Monday, May fourth. And uh, we're going to do takeouts again and uh, uh, start off with, with a menu. But our store is open here right on site, so people can still come and visit us. We have a little bit adjusted hours that we hopefully can uh, go back to our original hours from 7 till 7. But for now, we are open from 8 till 6, and we can still 7. Um, and uh, we're hoping that um, that this is a time to support your local producers. So. I would love to ask the consumers to think about their purchases, where they come from, and and if they can, to pick uh, domestic products and and support their local producers, uh, dairy farmers right now. I think we should protect the dairy farmers. They uh, um, supply us with uh, high quality of of products on the table. And, um, yeah, uh, we're counting on a consumer right now. You've mentioned local two or three times in that, Marika. Do you think there's a chance that attention will be drawn more 
two locally produced products such as yours? That is my uh, my hope for this whole crisis. Uh, I mean, again, um, it was catastrophically what happened right now, uh, the shutdowns, the lockdowns, the quarantine, and if we can turn something, uh, a crisis like this around and turn it into something positive, um, we can do that by focusing now more on local. I think people are getting aware of where the products uh, come from, where they have been made, um, and, and how important, how essential it is to, uh, to uh, support your own right now. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Marika. Thank you, too, Scott. That's Marika Penterman over at Marika Gouda and Duchess Cafe at Thorpe. Challenging times for everybody, and we'll get through it, as we keep saying. The tractors are rolling out in the field, so good things are on their way. Let's get to the markets. Continuing with the morning farm chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's go to go to Equity Altoona and hear from Mark Coger about the latest sale there, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. No test in the fed cattle division. Slaughter cows trading on a little bit lower tone. 20% of the cows selling from 42 to 45. We topped at 47. 60% of cows selling from 30 to 42. With 20% of cows selling below 30. Most of the slaughter bulls hung from 57 to 73. Thin, full bulls over a ton. Horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the whole steam bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up selling from 20 to 95 dollars per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to 170 dollars per head. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, May the 8th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Coger from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And right on cue, we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at Stratford Equity. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. Well, a little bit of rain on the way, I guess, which is probably not a bad thing, but uh, a lot of folks uh, getting the initial uh, steps ready for uh, field harvesting, I mean, for field planting and stuff. A lot of a lot of guys working over the weekend, so really a nice weather, a nice warm-up that is, uh, well, I guess it's just kind of on schedule. We've been so used to uh, the last couple of years that really didn't have any spring, so at least maybe we'll get a spring this year. That's right, and even this rain, you know, if it's, it's a warm spring rain maybe coming. That That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah and there's that other four-letter word. We can maybe put that away for till yeah. next year. Can you hear me pounding on my head here, knocking on wood? I hope not. I hope we can. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want to damage the equipment here, Scott. You know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, tell us what's going on. All right, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this upcoming week here at Equity Stratford. Again, a full marketing week uh, on tap for sale for sales uh, schedule this week. Of course, we do get started this morning, Monday morning, with uh, with market cows uh, and also baby calves today. And, again, if you are planning on selling fat cattle today, we certainly in- encourage you to call ahead and see what the trends are uh, on the fed cattle, a very – uh, most of most of the big major packers, of course, are really cut back on the fed cattle kill. So, uh, again, uh, not sure what's going to happen today, but we'll have to wait and see. But, again, if you are planning on selling some fat cattle uh, this week, uh, call ahead and see what the trends are going on this week. And, again, that will be the Monday auction here today. And Tuesday, tomorrow.
tomorrow. We do have the hay auction. That does start at 10 o'clock, and that will be followed by the market sale tomorrow, where we sell, of course, market cows tomorrow. Wednesday auction does start at 10 with market cattle and uh, baby calves also on Wednesday. And at noon on Wednesday will be the feeder cattle sale. Thursday market auction does start at 11 o'clock. And like I said, hay auction will be tomorrow. That's a 10 o'clock start. Feeder cattle sales, I said, 12 noon uh, here in Stratford. And again, folks, uh, we do have a lot of uh, cattle listed for private treaty sale. That Those listings are on our website. If you're looking for some uh, uh, dairy cattle, whether it be heifers or cows, we do have an, a, a very extensive listing on our website. Uh, on our website, so take a look at that. If you are interested, get a hold of us, 715-687-4101, and uh, a lot of information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And again, like I said, we encourage you to call ahead uh, uh, because these market conditions are changing daily. And, uh, well, with that, we will be back here tomorrow morning uh, to update today's activity here from Equity Stratford. And, Scott, I guess that's uh, about all we have this morning. Again, uh, we're all hoping, like everybody, that, uh, well, I guess, you know, the sooner the thing gets opened up, the sooner we can get back to normal. But that could be a rather lengthy process, the way things are backing up now. Yep, it, it looks like it could be. And, well, just, we'll make it. Somebody said something really profound that I heard yesterday, Jerry. That, okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. And uh, everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And that's the way life is. <laughs> and that's about what this will be. Uh, we, there will be an end someday. There, we're, we don't know where we are right now with it, but we'll get through it. Well, as long as we can uh, get up every morning uh, and uh, meet the day, we'll see what the challenges are and stuff. And like I said, a, kind of a well welcome, a well, uh, you know, a nice range today. And just one footnote to that. Uh, again, folks, uh, there is a burning ban on. Please do not burn. There was another fire in Marathon County here yesterday. Uh, just uh, there's no reason to be burning anything now outside. Just, uh, I mean, fire pits are probably okay if you watch that. But other than that, there's just uh, no reason to be burning. It's way, way too fire, way too dangerous. All right. Good advice. Thank you, Jerry, for that. We'll catch you tomorrow. Sounds good, Scott. Enjoy the day. You too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Do you live in a rural area? Are you looking for high-speed Internet service? Then call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite in Greenwood. Choose from three different speeds, 12, 25, or even 30 megabytes per second. Plus, right now, there's no activation fee, free basic install, and $20 off your first three-month service. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544 to get your Viasat Internet today. Some restrictions do apply. Viasat may prioritize data with the unlimited data plans once you reach a data mark. Monthly service lease fee in addition to monthly package fee. People are doing good out there like the $1 million Wisconsin Dairy Recovery Partnership, distributing milk to free and local food banks and pantries in Wisconsin. Learn more at hungertaskforce.org slash dairy. And we have Michelle over at Tureen Livestock with us this morning. Good morning, Michelle. What a weekend, huh? What a weekend is bright. We couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better weekend. Absolutely oh. not. No, we couldn't have. It's... It's just amazing. I, I admit, I actually got some things done around the farmyard that needed to get done. And again, I keep repeating it this morning. It was good to hear some tractors rolling out in the countryside. You know, I went for a walk and there's nothing better than smelling when the ground is worked up. You can actually smell the dirt. It smells it smells so good in the spring. I don't yep. know. There's something about it. Yep. There's a word for that, and it's passing me up right now. And I'll imp- I'll wait till tomorrow and 
impress Bob with using that word and confuse him a little bit. So. <laughs> All right. I look forward to that. Yeah. So anyway, and the Packers draft, we got through that, and I think it went well for the Packers myself. That's me. I do, too. I was calling. I, I told Bob last week I thought he thought I was a nut when I said I wouldn't mind getting a quarterback, and I'm fine with it. I'm good. I just Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, the future no And the kid looks. Yeah. And I like that he's 6'4". Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm good with that. He's he's six four. He can move, and that running back they got in the second round is tough. He's he's yeah. uh, he's quite a guy, and and filled some other needed holes. So hey, tell us what's going on in the markets. All right, thank you, Scott. Coming up the week of April 20th at Tree Livestock Market in the Slavica Market, we topped at 53 and a half. 80% of the cows slipped from 38 and up. Market cows were 42 to 50, low yielding cows 32 to 41, thin and weak cows 30 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 60 to 72, selects were 59 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, please call the market for a quote. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 65 to 75, utilities were 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 40 to 105. Dollars per head, lighter and lower quality calves, twenty-five dollars per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were ten to seventy dollars per head. Beef calves sixty-five to two fifteen per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were thirty-five to forty-two. Sows twenty-three to thirty-four. Boars were ten and a half and down. Today will be our next sale, and for today's sale, we have consignment for twenty fat cattle. We also have a consignment for fifteen butchers and fifteen sows. If you have any questions, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the citrus livestock, your family owned an upper end market. Have a great day. And you have a great day, too, Michelle. Yeah, I hope, you know, a little rain isn't so bad, I no. guess. No, it's spring. It's April. We're going to get a little. That's the way right. it is. And... And I heard it looks like sunshine, so Thursday, Friday, I'll take the weekend with the warmer weather and fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what weekends are or anything like that, so it just is all the same. But some good sunny days are needed, and we'll keep at it. Thank you. We'll talk yeah, to you tomorrow. Take care. Take care, Michelle. That's Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Hey, Bob caught up again with our forage specialist down at UW-Madison, Dan Understander, and they talked alfalfa, and they talked about the first cutting conditions, what we might be seeing. April is almost behind us, and that means we're getting closer and closer to that first cutting of hay this spring. Dan Understander, a state forage specialist, is with us, and Dan, barring any unforeseen weather phenomenon, at this point in time, with things in place the way they are first crop looks pretty good that's right bob uh and it it's important to think about several things that uh, make us feel very optimistic about the crop first in most of your listening audience we had little to no winter injury or kill um, so generally we have stands that are in that 55 stems per square foot range unless they were thin last year already. But anyway, the stands uh, generally were not hurt this past winter. The, the other thing that a lot of people don't realize 
is that having good moisture in uh, March and uh, early April uh, helps the alfalfa root system grow and then ends up giving us a higher yield on first cutting. Uh, one of the things that happens is that every fall the root system of alfalfa dies back a little bit and then uh, the next spring then that root system has to regrow and if it regrows vigorously and if there is a lot of regrowth which requires good soil moisture then we get a good big healthy root system in uh, April and then in May we get good top growth and we get a good yield. So in essence the yield that we'll have on first cutting in a month or less is uh, determined by the moisture that we had in the soil last month. Uh, this uh, becomes important for people that irrigate alfalfa because they have to on lighter soils remember to irrigate during March which in this region can be somewhat problematic with freezes, but nonetheless we need to get the water in in March. Uh, most of our region has had good moisture, so we would expect good root growth this year. So the uh, bottom line is that uh, everything is set for us to have a pretty good first cutting yield, and uh, we need that at this point. We don't have a lot of hay or haylage in storage. And Mother Nature helped us out on Easter Sunday in many parts of our listening area as well with some with some moisture, although it was white. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with us again this morning on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Thank you, Bob and Dan. Let's have a look at the markets this morning. The Greens Futures. Corn for May is down 3 at 313. May oats down 11 at 292. May soybeans steady at 832. Soybean meal for May is at 288.10 a ton. That's up 40 cents. And May wheat is at 523, down 4. The country elevator prices. Corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo's countryside co-op elevators all is at 267 soybeans at those locations at 777 elk mound has corn at 270 and beans at 782 sparta corns at 271 beans at 783 ellsworth corn is at 259 and beans at 777 at the ethanol plants boyceville has corn at 278 stanley at 269 and new richmond at 267 on the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday up one at 105, 40 pound blocks up two at 107, grade double A butter up four and a half at 114 and a half. On the class three futures, April milk is up one at 1320, May is up 12 at 1080, June up 34 at 1166, and July up two at 1323. And those prices are up through 2020. Want to save money? A-plus insulation services. A-plus-eau-claire.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we've hit the milk house with the Midwest Farm Report at Wax 104.5. 
50 degrees here in Eau Claire. La Crosse is at 57. Marshfield, 46. Green Bay, 43. Rice Lake at 51. Wausau has 44. Madison's at 46. Milwaukee at 43. And my beautiful weather reporter on Iman Ridge told me it's 47 degrees there. Looking at a high of 68 today with a low of 45. Rain today and tomorrow. And after Wednesday, it's going to cool a little Wednesday and then nice, a nice week. That kind of wraps things up for me this morning. Be careful doing whatever you're doing out there today. I'm going to sit back with another cup of Revolution Coffee from Revolution Coffee down in Black River Falls, right on the main drag. Give them a call. They have great food, great coffee, teas, and some adult beverages. They will deliver to the curb for you. We'll talk with you all tomorrow back here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Good morning, West and Central Wisconsin. We're starting your day with music and the Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. WAXX Eau Claire. 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5.